0: With all the episodes I've ever recorded in podcasting, whether that be on Weekly Take, Don Joseph's podcast, the one that you're currently listening to, welcome, this is episode seven. But with every episode, I have like this pregame jitter, just like everything else. Like you got a big game, you got a big presentation, you got a big, you know, date coming up. You got all these big things coming up. I still get that little jitter or that, that, you know, that, not anxiety, but the more of like I'm pumped to do this every episode I hope you guys can realize that through my voice and through everything I set to do and tell you guys because this episode is just going to be joined by me once again and I want to tell you guys some awesome stories that I've come across and things I've learned just in the past week about myself and since last episode. Last episode was really deep and I told you guys a little bit about my story but right now it's it's just more and more about learning me and learning who I am and We'll take that and we'll learn more about more people, but we can't learn more about more people if you can't if you don't even know who you are yourself. And that is the big message I really want to get across in this. So I'm gonna tell you guys a story that I I watched on a TED talk a while back. I think the guy who spoke his name was Thomas like Resch. I think there's like a, a famous guy named Thomas Resch, but I don't think this is the same Thomas Resch guy. And this guy was talking about vulnerability. And being vulnerable around people and how that makes everyone feel, you know. Obviously, I'm not talking like breaking down and like crying in front of everyone you see. But I'm talking about being vulnerable in the sense of not being afraid of being who you are. So, I'm going to tell you this story. So, there's these two animators. This is his story, by the way. I do not own any rights to it. But there's these two animators. And there's this nerdy guy. Who doesn't really talk to anyone or anything like that. And there's a guy next to him. And there's this guy, the guy next to him looks just like Vin Diesel does. That's what he says in the story. And as an animator, he's like, you know, we're geeks and, you know, we're not really like these Vin Diesel looking guys. And he was kind of intimidated by his work. And, you know, next day he rolls around and this Vin Diesel guy. Wants to reach out to him. So he texts him in the middle of the night. Yo, what are you up to? The other like nerdy animator guy just looks at the message and he's like, what would he want? And he starts panicking and like, I'm just not even going to respond. Comes into work the next day and the guy says, yo, you really hurt my feelings, man. You didn't answer my text. And then at that moment, the skinny guy, the, the nerdy guy, the animator guy was like, holy shit. My insecurities are hurting other people. So, what I get with this is that when you're insecure with something, you could be blinded by the idea that you're the one hurting, but in reality, you could be hurting a lot of people around you with your insecurities. And I've noticed this firsthand, secondhand, I've seen it in movies, I've seen it in everything, I've done it myself. And here's the thing it's super true. Because say you're you're insecure about something. And just like this guy did, he said he didn't decide to say anything to this guy. So this guy was probably really pumped up and really excited to talk about this guy. Because he's like, yo, this animator guy next to me. He, and I just, yeah, yo, I'll, I'll ask him right now. See what he's doing and see if he wants to come hang out. And this guy doesn't respond. So he makes this guy look ridiculous and... That 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 sense of his insecureness is now hitting someone else. And this, this goes for relationships, to be honest with you. You could be the most cool person in the world. You could be the coolest guy, coolest girl in the world. And if you got jealousy problems and all these problems, it's only going to reflect it onto the person you're with. So as soon as you start saying, well, you texted him first, you know, no, you you were looking at him this way. You're reflecting that bad self, like confidence of yourself, onto the person you're with. And I'm not saying just guys do that, and I'm not saying just girls do that, because I've seen it both ways. I've seen girls go, "Why are you looking at her like that? You don't look at me like that." And then you instantly put that like baggage onto the person you're with. So. What I'm saying is, is as soon as you feel vulnerable with something, right now, I could say in a way I'm vulnerable to you guys in the way where I'm telling you guys things. And as soon as that's the case, it's easier for you guys to listen. If I was sitting up here trying to hide shit or trying to tell you something I didn't want to tell you, then it wouldn't be as authentic. You know, Odell Beckham dresses up in his... You know, he goes out and plays in his football game, and he he is who he is every game. And people love that. If Odell was just playing like how Tim Duncan does on the basketball court, not saying a word, would people still look at Odell the same? Yeah, they would because of his skill level, but is that Odell? So, the thing is, is that he's vulnerable, and he's putting himself out there to say, this is who I am as a receiver. He's taking that risk. So what I'm saying overall with the idea of vulnerability is at least try to be vulnerable in a little bit, a little like a s- small case of something. Say when you're going up to do your presentation in high school, college, school, and you put yourself out there to say, say it's a presentation about yourself. And whatever, if, <laughs> if you're like me, like I am in high was in high school, you go up there. If they say, tell something about yourself, you're going to be like, I like to work out. I like to do this stuff. Um, I don't play no video games because that's for little kids. Yeah. You know, you put on this like persona to impress people. And then all that's really doing is people going, oh, you're that guy. I would watch guys' presentations in high school. And they, you know, it's ones about talking about yourself. And I would see guys go, yeah, I work out every day, you know, yeah, probably 100 pushups before I even came in. Tries to look at, like, the girl in class, and you're just like, this guy is a fucking douchebag, you know. I mean, maybe he really is into that, and then (laughs) that's just really who he is, and I'm being an asshole. But in reality, if you were to go up there, like, right now, if I were to go up to (laughs) my college class and be like, and they said, Dom, tell us about you. The old me would try to just say, like, I'm a fun guy. I like to hang out with friends and blah, blah, blah. You know, simple, and then I'd go and hide in the audience. You know, and then nobody's going to remember that. But right now, if I go up there, be like, Dom, introduce yourself to the class. I'd be like, man, I love my family. I love fucking doing podcasts. If any of you guys want to come on the show, I don't even care. Like, I would just say this straight up. I love fucking playing basketball. I love playing fucking Fortnite with my cousins. Like, there's just... I wouldn't, as soon as you're vulnerable and you put yourself out there, people are like, whoa, that's super cool that he's brave enough to say he's 21 years old and he still plays Fortnite with his friends. Fuck yeah, I do. And if you got a fucking problem with that, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you, man. That's what I like to do. I don't fucking, it's like this, it's this, it's this, it's this analogy right here. I just totally started on my words. I want you to imagine this. I've given this analogy to my cousins and some of my friends. And so you're, you're at Subway. And the person in front of you gets tomatoes, mayonnaise, and say banana peppers on their sandwich. And you're behind them. Man, I don't like mayonnaise. And you get upset about it. But in no way, shape, or form is that mayonnaise, banana peppers, or tomatoes gonna be on your sandwich. So what's the point about, what's the point of complaining about it? So what I'm saying is, is like when you set yourself out to complain like that it doesn't affect you. Like it shouldn't affect someone that I play Fortnite with my cousin. So you instantly get that gratification of all man. Yep. Don't like that about him. It's like, it doesn't affect you, man. It's like, I'm doing what I like to do. Why can't you do what you like to do? I'm not complaining that you're fucking got your shit toasted. And I didn't, you know, in in the sandwich scheme of things, it's just ridiculous. And I've noticed as soon as like life is going better for one person, and this is this is the true case for me. I actually talked about this on episode one with Brian. God, I have to take a deep breath when I'm on you know, on here, it's kinda hard. But synchronicity is something I I truly kind of believe in in life and positive things that come with it. As soon as you start figuring out who you are and you start doing things for the greater good, and you're doing it because you love it, things fall in place. So a personal story of mine after, in that, in this last November, we just had the November I turned 21, I recently was starting to get my life back together in the, in the way that I was starting to make myself more available. I was starting to do more things. I was working out more I was eating right. And my life was going, I mean, it's still going great. I don't mean to say it like that, but it's like, everything was going good. Momentum starts happening and then everyone starts being nicer around me. I start meeting like these cool people and these opportunities shine because it's like I'm working on myself and it's like the synch- synchronicity of everything happening. And obviously this can, ha- this can happen to you in a negative way. If you're sitting in your bed just laying there all day like a fucking vegetable expecting that you're going to be famous by you just laying there obviously things are not going to happen to you maybe if you make a viral tweet you'll get a couple you know two hours of fame but in the honestly in the real world it doesn't work like that if you lay down everyone's gonna be like what the fuck are you doing they're not gonna fucking pay you to lay on your ass and look at your phone all day like what some people like to do but as soon as you start doing what you like to do things start popping up like i said say you're like a business opportunity let's say a a fun opportunity comes up someone says say you were doing something you love say it was me for instance i'm going to use an example i'm going to get something for the podcast say i'm going to get a, a mic cover i'm at the guitar store and there's a cute girl and then she says hey i say hey we exchange numbers and then we get married what if that happens that's like a positive thing. You're going to do something you love to do. This person was doing something they love to do, and then you meet. But if I were to lay at home and feel sorry for myself and go, man, I'd just, I just rather lay in all day. There's nothing wrong with laying in bed all day. But if you're like, man, I just want to lay in bed all day, and I know I'll be a millionaire by I'm 30. Well, you know what? To be fucking truthful to you, dude, you're not going to be a fucking 100,000 thousandaire if you're going to be laying on your ass all day if you don't do nothing. If you fucking just sit there all day, you're not definitely going to do anything in life. That's for damn sure. But that's just the thing with anything. And I'm not saying just because you work hard, you're going to get a million dollars. You know, you're not going to get a thousand dollars just because you worked hard. It's, it's a hard world. And to be honest with you, I've never been to, I, there's, not, there's, there's many things I have not done. And I'm not guilty because of that, but it's just a lot of people have gone, had harder lives than me. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say I've had it super hard because I haven't, but I've had my ups and downs and I'm sure everyone has. I'm sure Will Smith has ups and downs, you know, he's got bigger problems to worry about than I do. Like my biggest problems sometimes are like, do I really want to walk outside and empty my garbage when it's two degrees outside? That's probably one of my biggest problems. You know, other than like turning in homework and shit. But I have another good quote for you guys to kind of get your mind going. Because my auntie told me this one. And the ultimate measure, this is from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., leader of the Civil Rights Movement and peaceful protest guy. You guys should know him from school, civil rights guy. But a quote really stuck out to me that I heard from him. The ultimate measure of man is not where he stands in the moment of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. This quote right here is one of the most impactful quotes I've ever heard. And the reason I say that is because when you look at life and you say when things are going comfortable, yes, things are going great. But if I were to look at someone who has a all diamonds and all this stuff coming up from uh, a childhood that never had to do anything. And then I look at someone who's worked their way to get that. I'm able to look at more of a character of who they are by where they were when they were low. When they were going through their hard times. So really what I, what I use this quote as far as motivation is, is that if you want to be looked at as great, you're going to want to keep your head up when shit gets hard. When times hit challenge and controversy, are you going to buckle? Are you going to stand up and do something about it? This goes for sports, too. You know, I I know some of you guys don't listen to sports, but say, like the combine thing. Yes, these guys got it good. They're in the combine. They're running fast. But are they going to be able to replicate this stuff in the game? And I'm not saying they can't, but I'd rather see game film to see where they stand with challenges or see what they do when they're under pressure, what they do after they've lost a member of their family and they still go out there and play a game. I like to see like their true character and their true grit of something. I think that's what I look for in sports. It's kind of weird. But it's like the true passion of something that you love to do. Because every time I step up to this mic, it, it's nerve-wracking in the sense of that I'm going to be saying something that's going to be on the internet. And it's going to be there for a long time. I don't know if it's going to be there forever because what if like the world blows up in the year like 3000 and then it's all gone. But it would it would definitely be there for a long time. And that's what I love about this, though, because say I were to pass on. Like when I'm like 80, because I'm actually probably 90. I'm probably going to live till 90. And then my grandkids or my kids get to listen to this. You know, and say they don't have lessons for me to, you know, talk about because the next day ain't promised, you know? That's why I do this. I do this so people can listen to things, to take their minds off shit when shit's going rough, because that's what I love podcasts for. You know, I also do it for those people who are in the car right now. And <laughs> I know you're probably smiling because I'm talking straight to you. A lot of people like to listen to their podcasts in the cars. I think the reason that for that is because sometimes music, like, you over-listen to your music a little bit, there's nothing wrong with it, but i definitely do that for sure. i will be like, man, I've listened to this album over and over again. I need to listen to something else. I listen to podcasts to kind of get more informed about something. So most of the time it's sports or just really life. There's a couple podcasts I listen to that help with philosophy and stuff. But they never hit me as hard as when someone tells me a quote. Like when my auntie told me that quote. It was more impactful than me like looking up, top five inspirational quotes because if I were to like look up top five inspirational quotes it'd be like yeah they're inspiring but it didn't hit me in a moment when I wanted to hear it or needed to hear it when I heard that it was like it rang like a bell in my ear (sighs) every time I record though I, I yawn it's not like I'm bored I think it's just like my my brain Gets like, okay, we're getting tired of hearing her voice. <laughs> Even when I have someone else here, I still yawn. But back to what we were saying about staying on track. As soon as you start staying on track, things go well. And that's all I can really tell you about staying on track. And again, take it with a grain of salt. Don't take it, you know, get all about her just because, man, Dom, I've been doing all the things you told me to do and it's still fucking bad. You don't get it, bro. I don't get it, bro. That's, that's, why I do not get your story. So you don't got to give me the sob story if I don't get it. That's, that's the funny thing. There's a lot of people who are going to instantly make fun of you, whether you do bad or good. The thing is, let's look at LeBron. This guy makes a, a public free school for all the people in Cleveland, and people are, you know, wow, good job, LeBron. You know, that's awesome. This is the greatest thing any sports player has done. And then you got people, well, it's going to cost the taxpayers more money. Like wh- you just dug to the end of the barrel to scrape that one out. And that's the thing. Like, and it goes, say you got a new car. I'll put it in like rep, you know, replication. So you guys can connect to it. Cause obviously I haven't built a school. So you get a new car. Someone's like, Oh, you know, it's kind of cool, but must be nice being in debt. Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? Or, Man, that's kind of a girl color car. <laughs> like, <laughs> people are going to instantly try to hate or bring you down. On the other hand, there's other people like, that's a dope ass car, man. Are you building credit through it? You know, cool cool stuff like that. And I'm not saying anyone said this to shit to me. I mean, my mom did have a silver car and I have a silver car. I think silver is pretty universal, though. I think girls and guys can both have silver cars. I guys and girls can have any color car they want. What the fuck am I saying? But that's the thing. People are gonna judge you anyway. So whatever. That's a kid cutty, kid Cuddy quote right there. The song up, up and away. If you guys haven't heard that one, go check it out. Great song. Great inspiration himself. Um, he's inspired a lot of things that I've set to do. My voice, you know, voicing things out. Uh, I'd love to like eventually make music some way. I don't know how I would do it. Um, I have the equipment to record, cause I, you know, this is this sounds good, and if I add a couple loops to it, I bet you I could make something, maybe an intro. So next next time I'll try to have an intro for you guys, but I like just jumping into it raw conversation, cause that's what everyone likes to listen to. And a lot of people have recently said to me, actually, not like not to drag me down or anything, Dom. You know, there's a lot of podcasts like, you know rising up now. Yeah, and it's fucking cool. You know, like, do you think Nike's like, oh, man, Payless just opened a store? I'm going to stop making podcasts. Because, pay, you know, Nike's going to be like, all right, cool, we're, it's like, boy, there's more shoes around, and we're going to be able to establish our brand. And do you think Joe Rogan's going to stop? Oh, man, Weekly Take Podcast? Guess I got to stop. No. Just because it's saturated, or there's a lot of people doing it, it, is is it going to... Fucking make me stop? No, fuck, no, it's not, dude. This is just who I am, you know. And I'm apologizing, apologize for the cussing, but it's, I don't like hearing it. oh, it's all saturated. So, yeah, good luck with the podcast. What? What do you? What? All right, cool. <laughs> like, thanks for the um negativeness that's doing nothing but motivate me. It's just funny, and. Also, my buddy Ryan is actually starting a podcast. We had a podcast two episodes ago, and that was fantastic. I loved having Ryan on the show, and we talked about some great things. And just honestly having conversations, because I know everyone out there who's listening has had a conversation that is probably more interesting than the ones I record, but it just, there wasn't something recording it. And same thing with, like, funny videos. Imagine how much funny shit there out, that there is out there in the world that wasn't recorded. That would be insane to like look at everything in time to find the funniest moments of all time that weren't recorded. I wonder how they would stack up against the ones that were recorded. Like if you were to somehow be able to bring those up, if that could happen. It would be shocking. Or like musical things that have happened without being recorded. And I think it would be really interesting because there's not... Because there's a lot of things that are rigged. And with those, they're not necessarily rigged. They're natural moments. And sometimes with cameras, people make fake things. But don't get me wrong. Those fake things, like Hollywood is technically fake. Those are fucking great things. So it's not always bad. We're at 22 minutes and 21 seconds, as I said, seconds right now. And that's actually really good. We're actually making pretty good time right now. It's not like I'm on a good time frame or anything. It's Friday night. Pullman, Washington, currently. And everything's going really great. My week was a really slow week. Um, I had a long week just talking about just general things with everyone. Nothing really dramatic. Except that I, we did lose our intramural championship game. And that was, damn, that was, a, that was an L. That, that L hurt. It, it truly did. But let me talk about inspiration one more time. People need to start looking at things in the great work and get inspired by it, by the great work of others. Because as soon as you start saying, I want to be like that person, you're going to work your ass off to be like them. Because I bet you Justin Bieber's like, man, I want to kind of be like Usher as soon as Usher reached out to him. He wants to be doing concerts. He wants to be, you know, doing all that cool stuff. And that came with being inspired by it everyone has an inspiration. If your inspiration is to cut your toenails a certain way, because this fucking Instagram star cuts her toes this, that, that way, then do it. If you see the way this girl does her eyebrows and you want to do your eyebrows like that, do your eyebrows like that. You're being inspired by the great work of others. Maybe it's not great work, maybe it's work of others. Inspired by the work of others. That should be it. But it's, it's that's what I try to do. I do that with Kid Cudi, Chance the Rapper, Travis Gambino, Joe Rogan, Duncan Trussell, all these people I look up to, my cu- my older cousins, my cousins that are my age, that play basketball. You know, I'm like, damn, I want to be, I want to be as good as them at that. You know, I got little cousins that I look up to. Everyone has their own thing that they they look up to, and it, just because they're older, than you don't mean you. That's the only people you got to look up to. You could figuratively look up to your younger siblings if your younger siblings got their shit together, and you want to get your shit together too. Hell yeah do it man i would be looking up to my brother when he fucking be he'd be doing all this car stuff and that shit's fucking as soon as i lift the car hood i could change the oil and that's about it and then everything else is just foreign language someone else will do it i'll pay someone else to do it like my brother could look at that shit and he'll tell me what's going on and that's fucking dope same with my uncle juju like you could just bring any problem of a car and he'll fix it like that's so cool like imagine like being that smart that quick with cars and obviously they've you know seen every problem as they've grown up but like it'd be cool to be that smart in it maybe i should look up in cars i don't know if i will quite yet but i definitely will think about it my grandpa's like that too he could fucking watch a youtube video of like a wood thing or just a picture or something and he was like i'll build it or my my cousin junior and cousin chris They could build a house in like a week. Like this is, this stuff is insane. I also got cousins. that could sell fireworks to an egg. Like they just, they're good salespeople. They're good with people. And that's, there's a lot of people I look up to in that situation. And if I didn't say your name, I apologize, but I probably look up to you in some certain way. All my friends I look up to. And you know, they don't gotta be older than you. A lot of people like to make that mistake. But really, man, this this has been a great episode. It's been 25 minutes. It's been a shorter episode again. But I just want to thank you guys for listening, man. This has been you know, really fun to just kind of just come on here and just tell you guys everything about what's going on. Um, I'm going to try to have some guests. I'm coming back home to where home is for me. And I'm going to actually have – I got some guests that I'm going to have on the show. So this next couple weeks – are going to be packed with guests. I can't wait to fucking show you guys. There's a lot in store. Also, um just be sure to be checking me out on Instagram, checking me out on everything. You know, everything, all these announcements are going to be coming up. So, I just want to thank you guys for listening to episode 7 so much and have a fantastic day.